0: Do you know how many degrees of separation there are between you and everyone else in the country? How closely you're connected to everyone else. This is Friday, February 17th, and I'm not much for social media, but recently I had a contact come up on Facebook from an old friend. We hadn't seen each other in years, so it was great to hear from him, but here was the surprise. In the friends of this old friend, I saw the face of one of our Granada members. I had no idea these two people had any connection with each other. And this is when you want to say, it's a very small world. Now here's our text for today, part of the ending of the book of Titus. When I send Artemis, or Tychicus, to you, do your best to come to me at Nicopolis, For I have decided to spend the winter here. Do your best to send Zenos, the lawyer, and Apollos on their way. See that they lack nothing. That's Titus 3, verse 12 to 13. Now often when we reach the end of Paul's letters, we find a list of names included with his greeting. Why is this? Well, first, nearly all information was exchanged person to person in their world. Yes, it's true that Paul wrote letters to the churches and also to his friends, but but most knowledge was gained through personal contact. Those living in remote areas of the Roman Empire might not receive word that an emperor died for weeks or that a major battle had been won. When walking across the country, it was bad form, to pass by farms without stopping in to share the latest bits of news. Of course, today, we have information at our fingertips day in and day out. But they didn't. So Paul often passed on important news in his letters. But there's a second, more important reason. Relationships and community mattered to him. Being a friend of a friend meant the world during a time when Christians were living in fear of persecution, or when they faced danger almost every day. These friends Paul mentions here are all connected to his story, and here's what we know about these people. First, Artemis, that's his name, was from a town named Lystra in what is now Turkey. This is the area of the country impacted by last week's earthquake. At the time, Lystra was a Greek city under the control of Rome. Paul visited there on his first missionary journey, and history tells us that Artemis was one of the 70 disciples of Jesus, those that he called to follow him, sort of in the second larger group after Jesus called the Twelve. This man Artemis ended up as a pastor of the church in Lystra. He became a helper of Paul, and Paul sent him to various places to serve the church. Then we have a man named Tychicus. Paul calls him a dear brother in the Lord. Tychicus traveled with Paul when he returned to Jerusalem after one of his missionary journeys. He helped support the church in the city of Ephesus and he also at one point helped to serve the church in Colossae. He became so important in the early church that a feast day was made in his honor, along with the with those that served along with Paul. Paul trusted Tychicus to care for the church. By all accounts, he was a faithful and gracious servant, and his ministry shows how the Lord provided extraordinary leaders for his church when that leadership was needed. Now Paul tells us, When he writes this letter, he's in a place called Nicopolis. He's going to stay there through the winter. This was one of the Roman provincial capitals on the mainland of western Greece. You can visit the ruins there today and see what an astounding city that it was. By the time of Paul, it was highly decorated with monuments. It's helpful when we see these connections with real places and people because they remind us that these are historical events. They're things that happened in our world, the real world. And finally, Paul mentions two other individuals. Historians tell us that Zenos, the lawyer, was also one of the 70 disciples of Jesus. Hearing this fills in many details from the Gospels, because we hear about Jesus calling and sending out the 70, but in the Gospels we're never given their names. Here we see how they went to serve alongside the apostles of Jesus. By the way, Zenas was not the kind of lawyer we think of. That term lawyer meant that he had become an expert in the Jewish law. He must have been an extraordinary man. He had grown up a Jew immersed in Greek culture, hence his Greek name. Then he learned the law and gained status among the Jewish people before coming to faith in Jesus. And then, he went on to serve the church. He became the pastor in a town called Lydda. Now, the final mention by Paul is Apollos. He was a man from Alexandria in Egypt, but he came to faith in Jesus and became one of the church's strongest and most faithful teachers. He served in Corinth after Paul as pastor and teacher for a season, and he also defended the faith in the city of Ephesus. Okay, now these are friends of Paul, and notice he mentions them because he has instructions for Titus about them, or to give them. Remember, they had to communicate so much by word of mouth. For Paul and the first believers, it was an even smaller world. At the time, there were only a few thousand Christians in total in the entire world. Now today we may miss the power of our connections, the ones that God has provided to us through our faith in Christ. But God has given us to each other to serve and support each other, to come alongside each other. This is the beauty of Granada and any thriving fellowship of those drawn together by faith in Jesus. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for our brothers and sisters in the faith. People we can depend on when we're hurting or doubting or struggling. Teach us how to walk together and what it means to be a people. For we pray in your name. Amen.